Listen, listen to your heart. When it's calling for you, <laughs> listen to your heart. I was driving yeah. back. Uh, me and Harris went to go to Austin to go see Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. And uh, the deal was is that I would drive up, and then he would drive us home. And then we ended up like linking up with Tremaine yeah. and hanging out loved, at, on this patio yeah, yeah. until like 2 in the morning. Yeah. And uh, we're still with the intention that we're going to drive home. Oh, shit. And then, yeah. like, you know, Harris had a couple of drinks. And, you know, we were having a great time. Having a great time. We get kicked off the patio. And Tremaine's like, hey, man, it's hella late. I got to go. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, I guess we're driving home. And then Harris was like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I feel shitty for asking this. But he's like, I'm in no condition to drive. Like, I'm exhausted. And a little inebriated. <sighs> so if if I'm still going to drive home when I get to your house, probably going to have to take a nap. And I was like, okay. So we're I take a wrong turn out of Austin. I end up driving through a fucking state park. Nice. Like pitch black dark. There's yeah. deer. There's yeah. like just wall of no zero visibility reception. fog. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I have like the 80s playlist on with the windows down. I'm scream singing just trying to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at one point, Harris like leans up. He just goes, uh, uh, "What the fuck was it?" Uh, he's like, "Is this alone by the band Heart?" <laughs> 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 he just like passes back out. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a perfect intro to uh, to to the very green room. Uh, I'm Will Loden. To my left is my co-host, Mr. Ben Daniel. Evening, everybody. And that lovely anecdote about driving late at night for comedy is the one, the only, Chad Alexander. Hey, people. Uh, yeah. Welcome, Chad. Thanks for coming out. <sighs> yeah. Dude, late night turn and burns are awful. I th- we we did one oh. we did one from Brian, uh, which uh, a few weeks ago, which wasn't actually that bad, just because we're both sober. And uh, yeah, right. and, like, and like 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 trying to just be professional, you know. But like, there's yeah. there been there have been some fucking. I've had some rough ones back going back from Brian, where like I just had a couple of pops with like a couple of people, even just to go to an open mic, and then yeah. you know, like you're all just crammed in a car, like drunk and sweaty, and <laughs> and just like nodding off, and or just like trying to tag stuff. So yeah, no, those late like, late night car trips really really build the character of the comic. Uh, <laughs> like, how far will you drive back? Like, how far does the gig have to be before you have to stay the night for you? Man, dude, so... I'm a, I'm a Boy Scout. I over-prepare and over-pack for everything. And if I'm going somewhere that's more than two hours away from home... Uh, and you didn't know this about my life, but I, I had already preloaded clothing... <laughs> <laughs> in the cubbies behind the seats of the truck. Oh, yeah. So it was like, look, man, if I end up staying like, I, I mean, just years of working like oil field, even though like I was an IT nerd for oil field, like right, you right, get right. sent out to like Louisiana and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, like I, I'm used to carrying like a shave kit in the truck and I got my dop kit. My dop kit yeah. is packed to the yeah. gills. Yeah, 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 exactly. I so, come from a prepper family too. Like I, yeah, uh, just, just be ready. No, that, yeah. that's just always like my truck is like loaded out with mm-hmm. you know some basketball shorts, sneakers. <laughs> if you just I'm ready to hoop, dog. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I am ready to get stranded in the rain. Yeah, and I'll be goddamn if I'm going to be wet and cold. <laughs> that's the thing. Like yeah. that's the I I hate that so much. Right, especially like wet jeans where it's like no, I <sighs> these are getting taken off in here. Yeah, and uh, and swapped out. Yeah, like wet shoes. 
I, I, can, I don't even care. Like, even if I'm only driving a half hour home, I am not going to drive in wet shoes and jeans, dude. The the peel off of the wet shoes and mm-hmm. the wet socks and like like yeah, dude, my toes look awful. Yeah, uh, just <laughs> I'm not about that prune life, man. Dude, translucent skin with uh, yeah with, with 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 toes like that is is not a good fucking look for me. Uh, <laughs> I was opening for a punk band once. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Taillight Rebellion, great band. Uh, and we were going through the north northeast, and we went. We got to we got to New York City. We got to New York New City. New York City. Yeah, uh, I, had a, I had a great show in Newark the night before. Love Newark, uh, and uh, and <laughs> then the my, my buddy that I was traveling with wanted to go on the the fucking uh, canoes in Central Park or whatever, like the <laughs> rowboats in Central Park, and <laughs> so. I was like, man, I don't really want to get in a rowboat with you. Uh, kind of gay, dude. Uh, but like, he was like, no, nah, come on, man, I'll pay for it. And I was like, all right, whatever. It starts raining in the middle of Central Park, and so like, I, oh, here's the thing, I forgot about this one. He didn't know how to row, so so of course he wanted so, a companion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just rowing this guy around. Pokemon Go had just come out, so he was trying to catch a Gyarados or a Gyarados or whatever. And uh, and then it starts raining, so we I, I row under a bridge in Central Park with like five <laughs> other people trying to stay dry. I'm like, lash the oars together, and like, like, we'll, we'll get through the storm. And I'm surprised he didn't do the whole rowing expedition in a pirate accident. <laughs> <laughs> you start conquering other boats, <laughs> taking goods. <laughs> this is Waterworld now. <laughs> Thirty-year-old Kevin Gossner reference came from you, not Chad. <laughs> I am shocked. You're just like, yeah, you're you're over there, like, or like, wait. I mean, the thing that you have to know is that he was already chugging his piss before the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I've been ready for this day. I've been waiting for this. My kidneys are conditioned for this. I'm ready for the apocalypse. Yeah, but yeah, no. And then I had to get out and I had to go do a set, and I was in wet clothes, and so I, I was like, I can't go do comedy soaking fucking wet. Yeah, oh, I had to do that once, dude. That's oh. oh, the worst. Dude, the rain. Shoes just squishing. Yeah, got flooded in San Marcos at a gig I had to drive to with Rich Williams. Man, uh-huh. this is the most pissed I've ever been at another comic. Like, I drive a Toyota Corolla, dude. Yeah, it doesn't take much to flood a Toyota Corolla. Yeah, and we're going through these hills and valleys, and we're literally like almost up to hood level, going through water, trying to make it to this gig, soaked going through the parking lot. After the gig, it's still raining, and Rich Williams is like, well, need to go back to Houston tonight so I can work on the uh, Thursday My Bar show. And I was uh-huh. like, bro, I'm not driving back through. I'm not putting my car back on the road tonight when we have a hotel room. Yeah. He's like, but I really need to for the show. And so he ended up literally like making Jesse <laughs> drive back to Houston <laughs> with him <laughs> to do the Thursday My, my Bar show. show. Yeah. I. From San Marcos. I don't know his car collection well, but every car I've ever seen Jesse drive is lower than a Corolla. (laughs) (laughs) He's got this one Mercedes SUV. Okay. okay. Uh, I was about to say, I was like, Rich seems like he was betting on the wrong horse here. (laughs) He offered to drive my car. I'm like, bro, you own a bike. You can't replace my Corolla. (laughs) 
What are you going to do when you're wrong? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I don't want to bet on floods. And I have a truck. Like, it's... Ever. Like, it's too It's too stupid. Like, yeah. I've had a car flood out on me before, and I just... I skipped... Uh, so, my first car was a Honda Civic. Woo. And uh, I worked in Kingwood for a time, and I worked at a job that I absolutely did not want to get stuck at. Yep. And uh, you know it's bad because it's like oil field and kind of like, that kind of yeah. thing. So you know it's bad when like the disaster recovery team starts bringing out cots. Yeah. And we're like, no, I, n- n- absolutely not, uh. absolutely not. And I get to it's like Kingwood Drive, and there's that hump that goes up to the railroad tracks, mm-hmm. and I see all these trucks just parked, just parked. And they're just standing outside their trucks, just like, yep, can't cross that, can't cross Uh that. And I'm like, I'm not turning around. So I get, I back up, I get a good distance, I get a solid run at it, and I skip my Civic across it like a stone. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was just hop, hop, a little bit of bog, but I was already on the incline. And I was like, I was looking at it, I was like, that's about like 30 feet. I can make it across that. <laughs> I was like, having, I mean, it, it, it was like a, a 2000 Honda Civic. Yeah. So it weighs nothing and it already handles like a jet ski in water anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I get, I mean, I don't even get, this is the one time I made an exception for like not driving right. with wet clothes. Yeah. I get to the top of the train tracks, get out of my car, look at all the dudes uh, standing on the side of the road with their trucks. I was like, I am your God. <laughs> And then I drove my ass home. Yeah. (laughs) I like how this turned into a civics lesson. Yeah, there we go. Bringing back the puns always. It never stops. No, I remember. I am your God. That's phenomenal. When uh, when Tropical Storm Allison came, you remember? Oh, yeah. Dude, I got a story about Allison, but continue. Yeah, no, 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 no. So so Tropical Storm Allison came, and I remember because they were redoing... They were doing all the construction on 59 at the time, and they had decided to dip 59 under in parts of like Montrose or whatever. And uh, and my dad had an, uh, a King Ranch truck. He was doing fucking yeah, F-150 King Ranch truck. He was, yeah. doing, he was doing really good at the time. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were cruising down, and I saw people going down 59 on jet skis, and then we went up to the top where those bridges are, and because right when the deep dip hit, my dad and I, we were just sitting up there watching cars and 18 wheelers just floating. And yeah. like, and he was like, isn't that cool, man? I was like, no, nah, I think they need help. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know, but that little telltale gauge on the side of the underpass yeah. says this is going to get dangerous <laughs> here in a second. Exactly. <laughs> this is about to turn into a Sylvester Stallone movie, man. Right. <laughs> What's your Alice? You get you got. Oh. So my buddy and I, I mean, by virtue of being young and dumb, yeah. like we didn't pay attention to weather. Weather didn't really pay attention to the fact there was a tropical storm coming in. Yeah. So we were oblivious to it. And we ended up going to Celebration Station and riding go-karts all day. <laughs> all day. We see some storm clouds on the horizon and we're just like, man, I think it's about time to bounce out. And so we load so, up. I haven't thought about Celebration Station. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just cash in my tickets so we can go, dog. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, hey, I need the pin cap and the slap chop, and we can get the. It was out. something about the time. Like, I can't remember exactly what day it was, but it was around the time. No, you that, got a deal or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a deal. It was, it was like you, you. We would always make a habit of going there, like around the time the school started. You go there on a weekday, yeah. and it's, it's still just depressed middle aged men and pedophiles. That's the only people. <laughs> I was. I mean, I was like place. 19, 18, 19, yeah. something at the time. That was the only way um, you could big ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? It was like 
you were making enough money to go do absolutely irresponsible shit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and 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 treat yourself. That's all I'm saying, people. Yeah. Like treat yourself. Like inflation's fucking it up, yeah. but you can't do it now. But back in the day, like yeah. you used to be able to like look at the attendant who was your age and just go like, "Hey, man, uh, back the regulator screw out of that accelerator pedal yeah. for me, <laughs> and uh, don't stop us until somebody else comes in line." Yeah. <laughs> and we literally drove two hours nonstop. It was like an endurance event. Yeah. Two hours nonstop on the go kart. Uh, uh, and just for funsies, just for funsies. And then like they, they, another, like some kids came, which there were no kids. It was just right, me right. and my buddies there yeah. ruling the park, yeah. which is a fantastic feeling. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they would like let the kids like drive for like 10 minutes and we have no regulators. We're balling out, like flying <laughs> past them and, uh, they would stop them. And it's like, Hey, like we need you to come out of the carts for like just a few seconds. And then, yeah. and as soon as they were out of sight, like, yeah, y'all can go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just let us drive for hours on end. So anyway, we're, we're riding and we're like, Hey man, like we're taking a break, eating like hot dogs and shit. And we're like looking at us like, Hey man, like that's a pretty righteous storm on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, might be time to go. And uh, we, we kind of like lingered around for a little while. And then we finally like loaded up in the car, which was my buddy's mom's Buick. And the car was called the Bondo Buick <laughs> because like 80% of the body was Bondo. <laughs> like yeah. I think there was like a fender and not even the roof. There was like no. a fender and like I think a quarter panel that was metal. And everything else was just hope. <laughs> <laughs> and so about the time that we finally get to the car, it's like pouring down rain pouring like aggressively yeah so we started heading on like 45 south and no ac in the car there's a hole in the floor oh of I, the I, car I, and uh there's water coming in My, our, our buddy in the back seat he's just like i mean we're having to grab his mom's stuffed animals to like wipe off the windows because yeah. we can't see shit and uh it goes from like daytime to just black rain yeah terrible conditions and my buddy's in the back seat going like hey man is someone's taillight broken? Because they're like, oh, shit. Cars are coming the wrong way down 45 Whoa. because at like Parker, it's underwater. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. that quick. It's it's underwater. So yeah. cars are coming off backwards down 45. We're dodging them, like not knowing what's going on. So it's like, well, cr- like shit, whose house can we get to? Because we're still like a yeah. pretty long way from home. We're having to, we're trying to get to like Barry Road, like yeah. which is like way, it's a lot further. And, uh, we decide to go to my buddy's cousin's house and we pull off down his road and it's already like, it's already deep. It's yeah. already like hood level on the yeah. car and the Buick. And so we go trucking down the street, just whoa. Yeah, just, oh, praying. Just, just, just It's knee and... deep water in the car. Fuck. Knee deep water in the car. Yeah. And uh, my buddy's driving. He's like, no, nah, man, Bondo Buick's going to make it, dude. Bondo Buick's going to make it. Bondo Buick always makes it. <laughs> Bondo Buick always makes it, dude. And so we get to his uh, cousin's house. We pull up. It's like a little elevated driveway. So we pull up out of the water. Right. About the time my buddy in the backseat just goes like, hey, man, don't kill the engine. Kills the engine. He's like, now we're stuck. We're never going to be yeah. able to get out of here. My buddy just goes, nah, man, you don't know about the Bondo Buick, dude. Like, tink. Like, immediately starts up again. Oh, shit. Immediately starts up again. No problems at all. We go inside the house. There is like knee deep water in the house. Fuck. In the house. And so we we wake up. We wake up uh, his cousin. And he's like, hey, man, like, where's your car? And about that time, you know, my, my buddy Tank, who's in the back seat, he just like looks. He's like, I see the car. And it's it's being carried by water down the street and just goes whoop and take and vanishes into a bayou. Like just vanishes oh, into a bayou. Fuck. Peace. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our friend wakes up to a wet mattress and asks us, what did you do to my house? <laughs> like, dude, it's like, it's flooding. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's hell of flooding. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all this takes place in the span of like a, a few hours yeah. because of, you know, treachery. They're <laughs> 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 trying to navigate like yeah. people trying to survive that no one knew was a tropical storm coming mm-hmm. in. Um uh, at least that's uh, like my memory of Allison was it was like a total surprise. Yeah. The no, fir- I, the first time the street in front of my grandparents' house flooded in the 35 40 years they lived there. Yeah. And no, I cuz I remember that cuz the the way that that my my dad's into aviation and so he was like so like the way that this worked is basically like this tropical storm was coming through and then like a, a low pressure front from the northwest like just held it. Yeah. Over Greater Houston, yeah. for the entire time that it was there, and it just just dumped shit on everything. Because normally it'll like come through and not do anything, you know, like yeah. it'll, it'll rain, but then it'll keep going up to like you know, like Austin or whatever. Yeah, but like th- this was just like just like chilled on us and just rained for a couple of days, and yeah, that was and that little area of North Houston, yeah. um, like th- so going through Harvey and watching it piss rain during yeah. that. I, the amount of water that it dumped on North Houston in yeah. like in that amount of time mm-hmm. was significant. Like it was, it was pretty terrifying. Yeah. To go from like, oh, we started our day sunny and we're riding go cars, all of a sudden like, yeah. we don't know if this uh, yeah, is the yeah, end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of the uh, the the Greg Giraldo bit about. Do you remember when Katrina? Because when Katrina happened, he was like, "Yeah, can you believe they were showing all these pictures of people looting liquor stores?" It's like, yeah, if a hurricane comes through, I want to get fucked up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Why do you want to die sober? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so that, I mean, like, not you know, yeah, Harvey, and yeah, Harvey, I I can understand oh, people yeah. having like some PTSD over, but like I grew up in Houston, grew up on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. And all we really did anytime a hurricane was coming in was like family loaded up, you yeah. put some tape and plywood over the windows, and you 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 barbecued, you had some food. Yep. And so like the 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 level of uh I'm gonna butcher this word, but catastrophizing? I think that's no, the right way to phrase it. it. You, okay, yeah, sweet. You you, you nice. stuck the landing on that yeah. one, big dog. Uh the Russian judge is impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spell it. Um, But yeah, like the level of worry and panic. Like I get it. Yeah. I certainly get it. But there used to be a sense of whimsy when disaster was coming into town. Oh, I mean, I called... uh, What was the one that came through in like 2009? Ike. Uh, Ike, Ike, yeah. Yeah, there was Ike and then there was... Well, I remember because Rita was right after Katrina and that was the false flag where people were telling horror stories about like... It took me 15 hours to get to, to Austin, and like yeah. people were running out of gas on the side of the road. Um, Ike, I called that hurricane, dude. I, uh, yeah, everyone. Okay. Ike? Yeah. Uh, Ike wrecked Galveston. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it wasn't Ike. It wasn't Ike. It was. No, that was Rita. During Rita, my buddy and I flew kites yeah. during the storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every uh, single storm that's come through, I have been dealing a poker game for the duration of it. 
Yeah. The best action comes during hurricanes. You get like 30 degenerate gamblers locked in a place for three days. You can yeah. walk with like five, six grand in tips. That's just 24-7 poker. People just playing on tab, writing bad checks to each other. It's like yeah. a holiday every time it yeah. comes in our industry. But there's like there's a mix of spirits. Like oh yeah. My first my first like I think like week two when I was working this oil field job. They sent me down to like Broussard, like right near Lafayette, yep. Yep. to go pick up a server and bring it back because it was like if this if this computer gets touched by water, our entire company screwed. Yeah. So it's like they sent me down there to go load up my truck and bring it back, and I pulled into town, and it's, it's like Lafayette, it's like you, you, it's half and half like oil field roughnecks and college kids. Yes. So I love that town, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's out in the streets, and yeah. it's like partying everything else. And I pull into I pull into the office. I was like, "Hey, like, what are y'all doing to prepare for the storm?" And th- nothing. Look They're at like, you, like the, you're the stupidest boy in school. Like, yeah, what are you exactly. Doing? Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, if, if I felt a kinship because I was like, "Yeah, this is how it used to be." <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna get that liquor in us, boy. What are we gonna get that shrimp you on a bomber? You, you drink your beer first because okay, when the power gets off, you know, you don't want warm beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? Uh, it's like we're gonna boil us out some crawfish yeah. and this is what we're gonna <laughs> We sent we sent out we sent out Randy on a shrimp boat this morning. <laughs> with the way with the way the tide working, it might look really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I fucking love Lafayette. Every time I go there to do shows, I have a great goddamn time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh Jason Jason Leonard runs a fantastic room over there called the Worst Beer Garden. It's Vist. Besides Vist Beer Garden. It's Vist. It's Vist Beer Garden. <laughs> and uh and he packs that some bitch out. And uh yeah, I I love I there's this hostel in Lafayette that is also a, a, a music venue, and so like, and they would just play Zydeco all night, and so oh, like, hell yeah. so it's like twenty five bucks to sleep in like a bunk bed with like weird Europeans who are traveling through Lafayette. Like I've had like, <laughs> I've had, I've had like, yeah, like, like, I was like, I was outside having a cigarette, and this like Scandinavian, like really hot Scandinavian chick was like. Uh, I, I can't do a Scandinavian accent. Just assume that I, I'm being very cold right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, oh, what, what are you, what are you, what are you doing in Lafayette? And I go, what the fuck are you doing in Lafayette? <laughs> <laughs> One of us is yeah, way yeah, more yeah, out yeah, of yeah, yeah. I'm, I, Me and mine, we're from Mississippi. Like this is a, this is a hop, skip, and a jump. Like you're passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I feel oh, like you man. saw so much water getting here. <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been one of you here in a hundred years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you visiting one of your ghost ancestors? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the town is ripe with. With spirits. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you aware that this is the part of the country where you can get deliverance? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we saw it on a movie. It's a face I remember one time I was, uh, I was, I was doing a show in Memphis and I, I met these, I was working at the brewery and also doing comedy in Memphis. I was working at a brewery. Yeah. And uh, I was, Pulling. Do you call drinking working, or is this an actual? Sometimes job? I try to call it as, as a tax write-off. I I, I got paid <laughs> to work at the brewery. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a buddy of mine was a brewmaster uh, for a couple of different breweries. Yeah, and he was just like, dude, like he's like, I got to stop trying new recipes because I can't drive home. <laughs> yeah, no, that that uh, they, they when I got my when I got my first Dewey, they revoked my forklift driving <laughs> license. Uh, and I, was like, I was like, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I wasn't drunk on the fucking forklift, man. 
Does your like driver's license have like an F stamp on it for forklift? Like, how does that work? They just didn't want to install one of those breathalyzer things <laughs> on <Right. the> forklift. <laughs> oh man! Coming, like coming soon. <laughs> yeah, coming soon to an Amazon warehouse near you. Yeah, one hundred percent. The Will Loden story. They said he'd never be able to forklift again. <laughs> But then Christmas came around and FedEx and Jeff Bezos needed him. Yeah. <laughs> Will Loden stars in Born to Fork. <laughs> yeah. Sandra Bullock saw something special in you. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the high side. <laughs> Sometimes life takes you to a fork in the road. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to quit on you, Will. <laughs> This summer, Paramount Pictures presents. Yeah. This summer, a man, one man, three drinks. A movie guaranteed to forklift your spirits. Where is this going? Section A or Section B? <laughs> it starts off with a very dramatic shot of a fork going into a bowl, like a, a plate of, a plate of pasta. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is what we call foreshadowing. <laughs> One wine glass in the frame. This is Chekhov's fork. Oh, the best forklift driver I ever saw. <laughs> 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 you, you sure you don't want to give us the top five, <laughs> right? It's just it's an it, for some reason it's an old a, a, an old old man an oh, old man. He was he, like, was he was about fifty five. I was uh, forklift Frank. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was he was about fifty five, crushing the forklift. I was I was I, I, dude, he was he was swanging and banging on that motherfucker. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> As they do in yeah. Memphis. Yeah. No, no, no. This is in Tishomingo County, Mississippi. Uh, this is this. I was. Oh God, I need to get this out. All right, one second. Um, so I was working on a political campaign in Northeast Mississippi. I was I was trying to get a Democrat elected uh, <laughs> as the district attorney of, of Mississippi. So we were <laughs> just walking around with a petition and a bunch of people being like, "You're fucking with me, right?" <laughs> we were. <laughs> we, I didn't we, expect a boy your size to be campaigning for blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I didn't realize she was one of them gay ones. Uh, and then just like, so we go, we go to like meet different people in Tishomingo County and like press, press, press the flesh, you know, like shake everyone's hand and. Uh, on a scale of one to get the fuck off my property. <laughs> that <laughs> happened a lot. And <laughs> we go to this uh, orange cone making factory. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know the orange barrels that you yeah. see on the highway? Where they're made in dish- Some of them are made in Tishomingo <laughs> County, Mississippi. I'm not out of this story in years. And so we go to this place, and the, the owner of the place is like, man, the death taxes and orange barrels, all right? They're never going to have enough of them on the highways. This is a money-making factory. Let's go meet some of the workers. And, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> this, this, 
<laughs> he takes us into the warehouse, and this guy is going so fucking well on the forklift, dude. He's crushing it, absolutely crushing it. And and and, and the guy I was working for goes up to Jay. He goes, "Hi, my name's so and so. I'm running for district attorney." And the guy takes off his hat. And he goes, I'm sorry, man, I can't vote. And he has a swastika tattooed <laughs> on his forehead. And, um, and he's like, yeah, man, I can't vote. You know, once a felon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best, forklift driver, yeah. the best forklift driver I've ever seen in my entire life is a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> <gasps> Did not see that coming, <laughs> oh. dude. I'm, fuck, I'm dizzy right now. Shit. Um, uh, oh man. That, that yeah, it took a turn. <laughs> so anyway, that's how I got into comedy. Is I would start writing these stories down, and I was like, I, I never figured out how to do that. I should bring that back. I should do that on fucking stage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus, dude. Uh, <laughs> Your settlers just as Nazi forklift. <laughs> <sighs> Scream at little league children. Oh my god. Yeah. My uh, my my favorite thing that you do is the football coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scream at little children. Yeah. Now, what what made you get to that level of commitment of just staying in character? Was it something that was like kind of natural for you to just? I was like, a coach. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, like, yeah. Not, not so much the character, but like yeah. the ability to access that on stage. And uh, uh, and just stay in that stay stay in the bit because like staying in the bit is the hardest part, especially if it's a small crowd. Because yeah. like 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 it's 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 hard to do. Because we did that show at that restaurant where yeah. no one was expecting comedy, and yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, and and me knowing you, I was like, um, yeah, let let Will close this out yeah. because it's gonna be. It's gonna be magic. <laughs> uh, I, I I try to give a hundred and I don't know. Like I struggle with that on stage a lot. Where like I don't know, I, my energy is easily affected by what's going on, mm-hmm. which is 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 fucked. If you're trying to present what you're doing, you know, like yeah. like, like your your essence on stage, and uh, and so yeah, no, staying in that character took fucking years. Because like I I've I've been I've been modifying that bit for three or four years, you know, yeah. like, but it's, it's one of my favorite bits and I'm not going to give it up until I make money. Uh, you know, yeah. Until, yeah but like, it's like, I, I had that same, yeah. uh, I had that same sort of transition with a bit. Yeah. Uh, maybe about like year four. Yeah. Um, my biggest problem was it was like silence. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with silence. Yeah. So anytime that there was a quiet spot, it was awkward for me. Yeah. It, at least the way I felt. And I was like, it's my job to end this silence. <laughs> and so, I I created a bit where there's a two minute act out where I say nothing. Yeah, just to try it, just to stay in that space. And uh, you in your head, it's it's so much longer than you think. Yeah, and it's hard because they don't like the audience isn't quite sure when you're going to like resume talking to them. And there's a weird hush and like kind of electric energy in that. Yeah, Ben, ben revels in silence. Uh, <laughs> silence is better than some of the noises crowds can make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's <laughs> the lesson. My I will talk of- about it to the end with anybody that asks anything about comedy. I had a lady throw shrimp at me. <laughs> <laughs> at a I venue- like the bad gig question, and we're here now. Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, was there a question about bad gigs? Yeah, it's always what was your worst gig yeah, experience yeah, yeah. Oh. on this? Because I love um, misery. Uh. Actually, in Louisiana, throwing shrimp at you is a mating call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole right cocktail there, of you jokes got, about I this. I tell you right then, there, you got a pretty voice. I tell you what, I don't know why I said voice. Voice. With voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, it's like almost like it's, like, it's a Louisiana by way of Brooklyn, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah the, the, well, that, that's the, a, lot of, a lot of the yik yak comes from that. Like, uh, and uh, yik yak is the, uh, the patois of the New Orleans yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the urban patois. Um, Listen to Willipedia. Yeah, <laughs> I know some shit, even though I'm like Nazi forklift driver. So you know, <laughs> I, I can appreciate beauty in the small things. It, you separate the art from the artist, okay? Like that's it's the shit you choose to know. <laughs> <laughs> The oh, shit Jesus. you choose to know is the most astounding part of knowing you because every time I think you've just fallen into this nice little stereotype, you just pop out with this fun, highly intelligent fact, and I have to remember that you're not an inbred redneck. But it's the, but yeah, I, my favorite stories are the ones that start. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, my favorite stories are the ones that start with like a, a time, a date, and a place. Yeah, where it's like Details. January seventh, nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. Mississippi, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like yeah, like those stories are always the best. Those, those, those are, I, I, I love those kinds of stories, and especially if they're a little meandering, you know, is like, like yeah. where it's like, and the wind was blowing from the northeast. <laughs> <laughs> As 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 the sun, as the sunset and you just that was a weird Bill Cosby. Um, <laughs> it's like just, There's yeah. not a normal Bill Cosby, as <laughs> we found out. Yeah, yeah. Don't sleep on Cosby, y'all. Dude, setting Sorry, setting setting times and places are fun. It's it's tricky when you first start doing comedy though, because you want to paint all of this stuff yeah. that no one gives a shit about <laughs> in the audience. You know, yeah. like like I. I I would try to do a story about my aunt and like it's like no one gives a shit about like you know the color of her dress that day unless you try to make it funny you know like there's yeah. like like there's there's a weird process with that where where you're just like all right we've got to cut down cut down cut down cut down cut down and then when you get kind of a little better at comedy you're like all right well now I can start building back up and like like yeah. you know, like like but like I never got the cut down period yeah like there's something about the way I'm wired that was always super short and brief. Like I've never been one to waste words or say extra things. It just, it always comes out in almost its most condensed form out of me. It's just pun, bridge word, pun, another bridge word, topic shift transition. R. Pun, Kelly. Pun. Yeah. That's Call the thing my I girlfriend to whore. Good night, everybody. Like, yeah. That's the thing I struggle with a lot. And uh, it's fun riding with Dan Hornstein. He's the best. Uh, because, and, and it's fun riding with you too, uh, yeah. because, um, I am not inclined to any kind of absurdist yeah. tangents. Um, and Dan excels in that. Yeah. And so Dan's first instinct is to go, well, absurdist and silly. And I'm like, if it's not true to me, it's going to be obvious right. that it's not true to me. Right. And uh, and I have tried bits that were kind of like, like tangential to my experience, but because I didn't live it. It's it like, it's, feel, yeah. it's, it obvious. Feel. Yeah. it's obvious. It's obvious. 
And it's like, I'm trying so hard to talk about this as if I lived it, and it's not. <laughs> I, I like to make the wrestling comparison. Like, a lot of comics are like attitude era wrestlers where they're like, yeah, we're real, fuck authority, da 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 da. da. And like, I'm a luchador from 1970. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, like sometimes I like shake my butt and I like dancing around and just like have, have, have a fun, silly time, you know? Like, <laughs> like even, even, I've tried to get political like twice. You know, yeah. and it, it's just like, ah, ah. yeah, yeah. Like, mean, it's, it's fun not. to make fun of the president, whoever's yeah. in office, but that's about as political as I ever want to be. Yeah, I don't. I, that's the thing I'm struggling with, too, is like I've, I've never done topical. Right. Never topical. I, I did it as a writing exercise. Yeah. Uh, just, well, you run a great show. Current. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the plug. Uh, so, yeah, that was like one of the main reasons why I said yes to co-hosting the show in that like, OK, well, it gives me an outlet for the stuff that I'm working on here. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've always I've always been a writer. I didn't start stand until I was 32. Right. But I've been writing since I was like 15. And yeah. screenplays and, and jokes for di- writing dialogue for characters yeah. and um I grew up, I went to HISD growing up, and so the <laughs> dozens played a part on yeah. the playground. Yeah. And so all these natural inclinations are tools that I've never reached out and done uh, on stage. Uh, topical was always like, I had access to see stuff on TV that I shouldn't have, so I would come and tell stories about like, hey, well, I saw this. Um, I saw this on TV the other night, and this is what happened, and you know, kind of like tell them, you know, give yeah. them the minutes of all the things that their parents didn't let them watch. Right. And uh, so now it's kind of a cool outlet to like actually use it for something. Yeah. Because um, I've been like putting pieces away in like my writing packet for years. Yeah. Um. And and before I even started stand up, I was writing, trying to write topical jokes, but it doesn't feel natural to me on stage, and getting dropped into something like current where it's like you're just you're forced to do it right like you're the co-host um like i i have opened every show that i've been a part of for current so i'm the first person on stage yeah and i gotta set the expectation of this is what things are gonna sound like this This is is the cadence yeah yeah Yeah, that here's we're gonna do desk piece style jokes and this is kind of how it's gonna go um you gotta get good at it really quick yeah um so that's been a great exercise in just learning, oh, like, here is what my voice sounds like doing a topical joke. Yeah. Um, and I don't like, pol- I don't, I don't gravitate. I've, I've come to hate the news because yeah, of who it. Who hasn't? Like, yeah. like, I mean, like, like, as, yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. Like, I've come to absolutely hate the news because I'm having to live in it every day to find material right. for a show. And even though it's only once a month and you're only committed to doing seven minutes, it's, it's like, still, yeah, yeah. It's it's soul crushing. It's it's just soul sucking work yeah. to look through like stories and find out like where's the whimsy? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where's yeah. you know where's the story that's gonna like that I'm gonna be okay telling on stage? Right. Uh, I do. I do this. I was doing this uh, show the other night that I had to do topical stuff. I basically play a white translator for for uh, a black audience uh-huh. you know like and so it's like like yeah like AD Hodge tells the the news in the blackest way possible and then I tell it in the whitest way possible and I try to find like I don't want to talk about Biden every single freaking week you know yeah. like and so like I try to find weird stuff and mm-hmm. uh, that's the same thing yeah, yeah yeah my dad my dad he doesn't watch American news anymore he's an old redneck from Mississippi but he's like I'm tired of it I watch the French lady who <laughs> knows English and they talk about like tsunamis in Japan sometimes and inflation and it's fine uh, yeah <laughs> I was like all right cool dude 
But I found out that uh, Texas leads the nation in uh, carburetor theft. And so, like, you know, like that's, that's just like, and that feels like a fun thing to play with that is kind of topical because it is carburetor theft season. It's getting warm out again, yeah, you, you know? know? Everyone, uh, and like, yeah, no, I like, I, I shake the rust off from the winter, you know? <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> Quite literally. Literally. The only thing I will say in defense of topical, and the reason I keep one topical joke in my set, is that it's nice to have something with an expiration date because when I'm sick of doing the same set around here for three straight weeks, then inevitably it's the topical joke that goes stale and you have to replace it with something else. It's like a you-must-write gun to your head that keeps your set a little fresher than it would be if you're just running 10 flat. Well, that's the, like I've always used it. I've always used topical as a mechanic to get... So there's... It's, it's not like you're writing brand new material like every single day um that is core to you or to your experience or your story so um it's just something to keep the engine going because like i've dedicated myself to like writing something doing something creative every day right um if i'm not you know if i'm not writing if i'm not creating if i'm not editing a video if i'm not putting you know, furniture together in my garage. I, I got to be doing something creative or else I literally can't sleep. Yeah. Uh, my brain will wake me up with the dumbest fucking problems ever. <laughs> Where it's like, like I, I, I know how to live. I know how to deal with a relationship because my brain is like a marriage. Yeah. Where it only wants to talk to you at three in the morning when you're trying to sleep. Where it's like, hey, did you ever think about yeah. like, <laughs> are you asleep? Yeah. Are you yeah. awake right now? Like that's yeah. that's all that yeah. happens. Remember in second grade when you were walking down the hallway in line and you puked on the stairs yeah. in front of the other kids? Yeah. Didn't that suck? Oh man. Why are oh, you yeah, doing yeah. Even sawdust that? sawdust smell triggers me to elementary school every time. You know, where you the the, the puke cleanup smell. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, ooh, oh, all right, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Kids barf all the time. Like all the mistakes and sins of the past where it's like, <laughs> hey, remember that time? Like, no. no yeah. Like, yeah. Uh so yeah, like uh anytime I hit I there there's there's a method. There's yeah. a method, right? So yeah. every year that I've been doing stand up, um, I've had like an ongoing document in Evernote. That's my scratch pad. I you showed and me that once. And that that is uh that is a beautiful mind style shit. The way like there are like five hundred jokes on there, right? That you just like scroll through, dude, dude. I'm so fascinated by different comics organizational habits. Like, uh, yeah, yeah like, me too. Because yeah. I always think there's like there's a better way to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get so upset about my f- personal feelings of like this is the most inefficient way to do this right you know <laughs> you would hate my way to do things <laughs> it goes from the whiteboard into the junk drawer and not, not even a junk drawer it's just a pile of of loose papers that i yeah. have floating around <laughs> and then like i'll like rifle through them like once a day and like light a cigarette and be like all right let's try to work on this right now as bullshit all right i'm gonna yeah. make some tea and Work on some right. Oh, oh, do some stretches, Will. Yeah, play your video game. Now, work on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that, that's kind of, so. There is some there is some mindless work to do. So every year, the yeah. scratch pad has been populated, and it's yeah. a bunch of fragments. It's ideas. Yeah. Like to this day, I don't know why the fuck I decided to write this down at two in the morning. Yeah. But I woke up from a dead ass sleep, laughing my ass off. I wrote this thing down next morning. Couldn't tell you what it meant. And all it is... All the time. Mike Tyson alarm clock. <laughs> Lovely. Mike, t- I don't even fucking know. My, and ugh. I'm going to talk about this to the death because I'm like, I, I've called friends 
I was like, does Mike Tyson alarm clock ring a bell to you? Like at all? And he's like, hey, buddy, it's time to wake up. This is a terrible Mike Tyson, but you get it. If I could do a Mike Tyson, like one of the best jokes I've ever written requires a Mike Tyson impersonation, and I can't do it, and it makes me so mad. It's like, do you think Mike Tyson's iPhone answers to theory? <laughs> hey theory hey theory yeah. uh, Mike Tyson can murder us all um, yes. oh, man. so yeah like the process has always been like the, the scratch bag gets filled up over the year until yeah. it gets way too cumbersome to even navigate yeah. and then it gets printed out and the printout has typically been anywhere from 40 to 60 pages yep. of stuff of stuff and so I'll it's the mindless work of writing of going through and going like, okay, well that made it to that made it to something in the set. So right. that gets highlighted in green. That's yeah. that's something that I can forget about. It's in the working set. So it's on set lists now. Yeah. Um things that have seen the stage but haven't been worked out adequately, that's blue. And things that didn't get touched, didn't see the stage is all orange. Okay. So if I get stuck on something and I'm 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 like I'm feeling that itch like I got to be productive today. Right. And I'll just pull out one of the scratch pads from years before and just look for orange. Yeah. Like, okay. Look, look, yeah. Look for anything in orange, oh. and that gets that I'll, I'll focus on something because like something will catch my eye or something like that. But um, I always I kind of always had an idea even when I didn't know that like uh, like I had no idea that I was gonna end up. Sticking to this. Right. Like, I got on stage the first time, and I had a set list, and it had material, and it went well. Um, and uh, then for the next year, bombed my dick off. Like every, but you just kept doing it? Just yeah, kept yeah, doing yeah. it. That's exactly, yeah. Just kept writing, just kept doing it. Yeah. And uh, going back, like, I, I don't know why, but I felt like this feels important to keep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I used Evernote long mm. before I did stand-up. Uh, yeah. The scratch pads always get filled up in there. I've always tried to find different ways to organize the shit. But yeah. when I used to do the 305 note card set lists, yeah. I was like, I'm going to hold on to these. And so I kept filling up boxes with them. Like, yeah. And I, I finally I had like, I don't know how many boxes filled up with them. I was like, this is way too much shit to go through. And so did the next best thing. Got the the like the baseball card holders. They make yeah. them for three by five no cards. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah. I have like two binders filled with set lists. <laughs> so if I get stuck, it's just like okay, let me go through set lists because you forget a lot of shit. You forget a lot of shit. Oh yeah. And uh, and I also made a habit of like recording almost everything. Had my server not crashed and I lost like a year and a half of recordings, um, I've got like sometimes I'll throw on at random. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about that joke. Yeah. Or I'll throw back, I'll look at a set list. I forgot about that bit. Like, yeah. I, I, I fucking forgot about that piece. Or, or you, the evolution of a joke. You forget about yeah. some things. Uh, the night the lady threw shrimp at me, I still have the auto recording <laughs> of that. So to tell the bad, to tell yeah, the bad set story. Yeah. Um, and this, I, I know it's, I know it's a thing with comics. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Is no, 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 no. You're good. Yeah. Was, oh. yeah. I, I know it's a thing with comics where they're like. You know, you can't have you can't have your phone on stage. Can't have your set list on stage. That's old thinking. But yeah, here I, I I've seen Richard Lewis with whole at like one of his specials. George Carlin comes out used to come out with stuff all the time. I, to, yeah. Christopher Titus yeah. came out with a script. Yeah. Uh, when I saw him a few years ago, like yeah. he came out with the script, it was early he in the tour. It, he did it last year too, when when uh, when some people uh, that we know opened for him. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I mean, like he's doing a ninety minute show, and 
Oh. From the first, it's not like he goes and works out works out in fifteen minute chunks. No, the from day one he brings that thing on stage. It's ninety minutes and it is yeah. scripted. Yeah, and that's kind of like the way I've always written is I'm very tight to a script. Yeah, to my own detriment. Uh, I'm now I'm finding ways to get out on a limb and you know take some chances. But the problem is is like so the the bad set story where I was like I think I got it I think I got it memorized. I mean literally as soon as my foot hit the stage, I forgot everything funny I've ever said in my life. Where were you? Uh, my bar. Ooh, my bar. My bar. 2015. I was probably about four months in. Yep. And uh, it was one of my first paid feature spots. I was doing ten, yeah. and I was like, I got, I got this. I got this memorized. Huh. Whoop! Like as soon as my foot hit the stage, I was like, oh sh! Like yeah, I was uh-huh. aware that my brain left the yeah. building, <laughs> and so. Uh, um, uh, I'm trying to uh, dance move. I'm trying to dance move my ass off in crowd and like yeah. talk to people in the crowd. And th- Tremaine was hosting. Yeah. Uh, Tremaine is already lighting me. I'm 20 seconds in. 20 seconds in. And I'm just trying to get yeah. something. And I feel something hit me in the chest. And I look down and there is a there is a fried shrimp. Like just one piece of fried shrimp. Probably on, golf on the floor, and uh, I hear this lady just go, "Be funny," <laughs> <laughs> and the, in my head, the only thing I could think of was they don't serve food here. That's true. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Holy I hadn't shit. thought about that. Yeah. Somebody took shrimp into my bar to throw at you. Somebody <laughs> bought a meal and came to my bar to see the show, and like, it, and and shrimp is not cheap. No. She could have thrown a French fry. Yeah. Maybe thrown a hush puppy. It's spherical. It's like a ping pong ball. Right. But no, she boomerangs a fucking shrimp. Dead ass hits me in the chest with it. Is like four tables back. Like, be funny. And so I'm just like, boo, Tremaine's giving me the light. Yeah, I'm at yeah. like 45 seconds in. And around this, the only thing I could think of to exit this gracefully, it was around the time that everyone was changing. Like everyone had custom profile pictures for disasters. Yep. There was like filters for I it. I remember. And I looked down at this lady in the front row and was like, ma'am, am I bombing right now? And she goes, honey, you definitely are. <laughs> she said, honey. Yeah. 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 That's and the- so. A snicker goes through the crowd and everything else. Tremaine's like, dude, get like yeah, yeah, aggressively. Yeah. Waving. He's waving the light. And uh, I was like, am I bombing enough for you to change your profile picture of my honor tomorrow? <laughs> Big laugh. Thank you very much. I've been me. Yeah. Get the hell out of it. And I go to walk off stage and Tremaine is like shoving me back on stage. He was like, no, dude, you got him. You got him. I was like, I am done. No, no, I no, have yeah, nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so from that point on, at the very least, yeah. At the very least, my phone's always on the store recording, but at the very least, the set list is there, and I can occasionally get through big, big chunks of it, but now getting into the 20-minute, 30-minute, 40-minute kind of territory where you don't have as many opportunities to work that much, it's like about 20 minutes in, I need a refresher. Yep. It's a weird thing. Like I'm, I'm always repeating like my first words, my first jokes before I go on stage. Like I'm repeating that first bit, and that'll kind of set the cycle going. But I'm always writing new shit and always kind of replacing chunks here and there. So it's yeah. like I, I try to dedicate like 60% of the set to like working out a lot of new stuff. Yeah. But it comes and goes. Yeah, it definitely does. The difference between me and you is that I eat the shrimp. <laughs> Good man. 
Bro. My bar is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if you want to know how I am as a person, I eat the shrimp a hundred times out of a hundred. <laughs> yeah, my. I mean, my thought there at the time. I don't know if it's changed because I haven't been back there since like 2016, maybe. But it my thought, been. yeah, my thought was, uh, this this the floor is plywood and it's painted a matte finish. Why my shoes sticking to it? I understand. <laughs> Look, dude, I understand. I'm just telling you, like, as far as depravity goes, like, I went to a bar on St. Patrick's Day, and a goth girl pulled a blunt out of her vagina and asked me if I wanted to smoke it. Of course I did. <laughs> I don't understand how you as a person cannot smoke the vagina Speaking blunt. of the forklift guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's top five weed smoker right there. Uh, that is, that, that's misconnections. That's, that's what that uh, is. The, They're looking the for each other. on St. Patrick's Day who pulled the blunt out of her vagina. Yeah. You know, it's just one like, of those things. They uh, are looking for each other on Reddit. For sure. <laughs> So so Once she was a goth enough. girl, so she was wearing black, so when you pinched her, she pulled it out, and she's like, see, I have green on me. Oh, uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Loden. Oh. We do puns here now, apparently. Yeah, apparently, right. I'm a pun guy. I don't think I like Topo Chica loading. <laughs> sober loading. Coming in hot. It's sober loading. Woo! Sober load. He's unloading on us. Oh, man. <laughs> High school was hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, last name's loading. Like loading a bowl or busting a load in your own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I went through high school with these ears. If you're waiting for sympathy, I'm not waiting for sympathy. I was I was mostly the bully. So by mostly he means he yeah. was the bully. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those, for for I mean, we're, we're we're doing this on an audio medium, yeah, and it's not visual at all. But if if people could only see the two the the images of the two of you. Uh, Will, you have very streamlined ears. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I keep them. I keep them high and tight. Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah no, like that. That is swooped back. Like you guys, you have perfect one eighty hearing. <laughs> <laughs> They're attached to the hair when he yeah. does. The whole. <laughs> yeah, I pin them. I pin them back. And anyway, yeah, I was a big fan of. Uh, of the Lord of the Rings elves and uh, yeah right <laughs> so yeah yeah you, you know you had to you had to pin them back for the culture yeah you know <laughs> how are things in the Shire <laughs> <laughs> we're like you know, you know Ben yeah yeah ben, like it, it it's 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 out like the you know the doors are open <laughs> it's like Cadillac Eldorado style they yeah. open wide <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I mean like I mean you're you're more ninety degree hearing but like it sounds like you can you can hear the future well man. that's like, echolocation I'm yeah. listening to a better podcast right now <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to next week's episode there we go ain't gonna be no next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, one and done. Yay. It was just designed to be a trilogy. <laughs> three episodes and out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the Godfather three of our podcast. Uh, so uh, I got to act like I wasn't sitting in the room for like most of the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, but you're talking about truck stops. Yeah. Uh, what I, I got a story, but what's the most horrific truck stop that you've witnessed? Oh man! So on this last tour, uh, we got a flat tire uh, outside. Uh, it, well, it was we got a low low pressure thing, and it was outside of uh, it was west of Tulsa, and 
there's this truck stop and we had these there were these two lot lizards sitting outside <laughs> and one of them sat down on a picnic table out front to smoke a cigarette and she was wearing little booty shorts and she goes Ah oh, shit! I got a splinter in my ass, and the other one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was just looking at him. I was about to go in and like take a piss, and then change the tire. And uh, and she turns around and she looks at her lot lizard partner and goes, "Start digging, bitch!" And you walk into this. Uh, you walk into this. Yeah, it was it was it was old truck stop, old country store yeah. style thing, and where you know like everything was half filled with like you're like, oh man, I didn't realize this Mountain Dew was still available, and you're like, oh no, it's not. Uh, yeah, you know, like 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 you're, you're like, like Gatorade in a glass bottle. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, this Crystal Pepsi tastes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was gonna buy a pack of cigarettes there, but I was like, all of these cigarettes have to be fucking expired. It was like they only had Winston's and Pall Malls. <laughs> and so, <laughs> that's all we sell here, Winston Pall Mall. <laughs> These have a five cent off coupon. In them. Yeah, <laughs> back when it meant something to get. Uh, five you cents get off. you get five cents off gas if you you served the first Iraqi war. <laughs> <laughs> Using Desert Storm. Yeah, <laughs> don't you call it the War of Iraqi Aggression? <laughs> uh, that was a rough truck stop. It uh, sounds like yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like you can't you can't upset a customer having barb cooter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, oh my! Uh, we got Chad Alexander to say cooter on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the rap spot for this. No, no, I want to hear Chad. So like, right, like this is this is not in character with his. <laughs> this is not him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh more Monday night bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving back uh we were on vacation in Tennessee. I'm driving back uh Love the Tennessee. south the south route. Yeah. Somewhere in between Mississippi and Alabama. Yep. Can't tell you where it is. Yep. But yep. it's the you only call lights. That cousin kissing country. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the only lights for miles. Right. Pulling this truck stop. Like my read on it was this is a bad place, uh, mm-hmm. because there aren't any trucks here. Yes. Um lots of pumps, nobody filling up. Yeah. But it's like one in the morning, we got to get gas. And uh, so I go in to use the bathroom, and as I open the door, I clock this dude in the face hard. Oh, Like, shit. I went to go open the door. It opened way easier than I thought I did, and I caught him, like, right in the beak. Yeah. Just boom. And I was like, oh, shit, are you okay? Didn't phase him. Didn't phase him. Wasn't stunned. But I didn't know if this was damage I did or if he already existed with this but he looked at me he's like what's the matter is you hit Bill Cosby in the face of the door <laughs> he squeaks rattles off something that sounds like excuse me walks past me I walk in the bathroom the door closes behind me and I realize I made a mistake uh, because there is blood all over the bathroom. Oh, shit. All over the bathroom. And I look over, like, I mean, maybe like eight feet away, and I was like, is that a fucking tooth? There's a tooth on the lip of the urinal. Blood everywhere. Everywhere. And I was like, did I just smack the survivor of this in the face on the way in the bathroom? I do not want to touch anything in this bathroom. Oh, shit. So I'm just standing in the middle of this room, my my feet are sticking to the floor in blood. 
in like it's fuck. It's terrible. Fortunately, you're in an area of the country that hasn't discovered forensics yet. <laughs> My buddy opens the door. And I was like, "Hold the door." I hold the door, and he just goes, "Man, this is a scene, boy." He's <laughs> like, "This is a scene," and I was like, "I mean, yeah, it's got our footprints in the scene right now, dude. Do you understand what's happening right now?" And uh, like, he zero threat awareness. Zero threat awareness. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. Fuck this place. Yeah, we got to go. And he wants to get a drink. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to stand with you in line. We got two people in front of us in this line. With red bottom shoes. Uh, and not the good kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, 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 the cashier just keeps kind of like looking past the customers, eyeballing us. Like eyeballing us. The dude I smacked in the face is in front of me in line. There's a lady at the front of the line, right? Like mid 20s or something like that. And she's all, she's kind of floaty already. And he keeps looking past the, the, the two other people, keeps looking at us. Yeah. Like obviously you, you don't belong here. Right. And so she gets, like, she, you know, he, I don't know what's going on. All I hear her say is, I want the red and the black and the black and the green. <laughs> Again, dude peeks around the two other people at us and just slides something across the counter and she walks away. No money's exchanged. The dude in front of me gets to the counter and he kind of mumbles something. Again, the dude kind of looks at us, slides a package across the counter. He leaves. No money's exchanged. And I'm like, danger high. Yeah, yeah. Danger burp, high. Burp, 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 burp. My buddy's like, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah. Just being a bumblefuck. <laughs> like, zero awareness. You're just walking on a fucking robbery right now? Like, this is, yeah. 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 And, 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 and so my buddy, Kenneth, my best friend, we're going to go fishing with him yeah. at some point. Fuck yeah. Uh, zero situational awareness, but also likes to fuck with people. He just left the bathroom blood everywhere, and he still wants to fuck with the cashier. So he, he gets this drink and is like, hey, man, y'all get any uh, new cases of Mountain Dew in stock? And just being like, just being a dipshit. And finally, he pulls his normal trick that he would pull at the time where he's like, hey, man, if I give you 10 cents. And he points at like a button on the cash register. He's like, hey, man, if I give you 10 cents, can I hit that button? And the guy is just like stone faced. Just like, can I get you anything else? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, we need to get to the truck. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, we need yeah. to get the fuck out of here. And, uh, we finally get out of the store. We're walking towards the truck. There are other parties advancing towards the vehicle. Another quirky thing about Kenneth is that Kenneth don't like to to road trip with clothes on, like strips down to his underwear. So he's getting out. Like I'm like Kenneth, get in the fucking truck. Yeah, Kenneth, get in the fucking truck. Get in the fucking truck. He's like, no man, no baby, it's road time. He's taking <laughs> off his shirt and like taking off his. I'm like, get the goddamn truck. Get a goddamn truck. There's like no awareness. His cousin, no awareness. And I'm like, this, this danger close. Yeah, yeah. Danger close. We finally haul ass out of there. And I was like, do you have any idea about how much trouble we were in? Yeah. Like the, I, mean, I don't want to know the story. I don't want to know what happened. But damn, yeah. like. <laughs> And, and that 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 is something that will make you. I I, I didn't pee. Yeah, no, you, I didn't yeah, pee in that yeah, bathroom. Yeah. No, I was like, but you know, you see a crime scene, it'll definitely make you hold it to the next rest stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. 
the red and the black and the black and the green. Red and the black, black, green. If you know how to translate that, I would really like to know. It seems like a roulette thing, but yeah. I might gamble too much. <laughs> yeah. they, they got a baggie of something. Yeah, yeah. could have been lotto tickets, could have been uh, black and milds, could have been a lot of different <laughs> things. Uh, yeah, yeah, it could have been raps, you know, shit like that. Who knows? Chad, where can we find you on the internet? On the internet, uh, I am uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, that's Third Coast Chad, 3RD, not the word third. No. Um, I, uh, you can look uh, on Facebook. I'm just Chad Alexander. Uh, you can also search for the Monday Night Tops fan page. Woo! Uh, that should be starting up soon again uh, with, uh, with Tremaine Bradley. Um, and you can also search for Third Coast Nerds uh, on YouTube. Uh, haven't done an episode of that shit in three years, but it's still up there. <laughs> it's still cool. Yeah, yeah. It's in production. <laughs> yeah, right. Always. Yeah, we'll we'll come back like the rest of the development at some point. There you go, man. So much more disappointing. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Ben, where can we find you, Big Dog? On Instagram at Very Dark Comedy, all one word. Loading. Uh, I am William un- or Will underscore Loden on Instagram, William Lynn Loden Jr. on Facebook, and you can find dates on gunsandliquor.com. Good Anybody night. Yeah. <laughs> and we're out.